Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the G&T Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. Right. Now, Bolo here's a performer. Mm. Another Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race. UK versus the world 2. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling. Podcasting. Everyone, you know exactly what we do here. <laughs> yeah, you know by now. We say it every time. I bet you you already know our intro. Do you? Do you? Work, do you mouth along to the intro? <laughs> I, I need to know. Let us know when when you start listening to the podcast. Are you like, oh, oh, I know this, and then you guys just start like, okay, but they're gonna do it this way. You start saying it with us, and are you ever on the bus and you just accidentally go professional aloud? It's like when you, you know when you watch watch a show that you watch. Like when I watch Big Bang Theory. Uh, whole universe was in a hot dead state. <laughs> what an interesting example you're ago, using. Expands that away. The year after that, the girl, the electrodes begin to join the end of thoughts. The electrodes we built to what we built the pyramids. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Is, is that yeah. what it's like? Are we? Look at me comparing. <laughs> there, us. there we go. Yeah, you're yeah. comparing yourself to one of the most popular <laughs> and r- long-running sitcoms in well, American TV. Well, the other one was going to be Friends. <laughs> The other one's going to be friends, so yeah, you're welcome. I hope that you guys are... I, I think the comparison's merited, frankly. Yeah, thank you. Not at all overblown, ostentatious, or arrogant. <laughs> That's just not what we're about. No, we are the podcast for Roscoe's. <laughs> That's that's what we uh Roscoe's wishes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we do? We watch it live in segments so that you get every step of the way during the viewing, you get to hear what we think and feel, our thoughts and the connections that we see or you know, what we think and it's it's almost like you're watching it with your best friends. Yeah, that's it. We want you to join us for a little kiki. Yeah. That's that's really what we are. That's I think. exactly it. Yeah. We need not say anymore. I think we can actually get straight into the episode, Tom. Give me a recap. What happened last week? Last week we did see, was it a design challenge? Was it a ball? What it was it? It was a slightly, um, what's the word? It was a it was a branding advertising challenge. I think the girls were throwing a real curveball. I think they were given a really difficult task because it was like, brand yourself, but be in a group. Be cohesive, but be an individual. It was very that, isn't it? It was very general, mm. but very specific. Mm. It was, give me more, but calm down and try to give less. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd like you to be sort of smooth and, and shaved, but also really hairy. <laughs> you know, all these yeah. things. That sounded, that sounded quite personal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tom, that, that sounded that like something. From, <laughs> that came from deep within, didn't it? Yeah, that, that was a bit, you, you had that ready to go a bit too too quickly um as you were but um so we saw poor jombas go home the our little irish ray of sunshine jombas blonde but keita minaj was spared our um uh dutch powerhouse um and in the top two we had scarlet rising to the top for the first time this season alongside tia also her first time in the top but scarlet won the lip sync and ultimately made the fatal decision for Jumpers. <laughs> and what was that decision? Tom? She said, bye. Sorry. Bye, girl. Bye. See you later, love. What do you think about that? Uh, so, we, I mean, we talked about it last week. Um, I think based on track record thus far in the competition alone, then uh, Kita has been the stronger player so far. She's been in the top two. 
John Bez's fab, but she hadn't quite made the same impact yet in the competition. Who knows what she would have done further down the line. Even if you compare pre-show track records, yeah, John Bez made it to the finale of her season. Fabulous contestant. Didn't have any wins under her belt. Keita had three wins. And we, we raved about it at the time, very unfairly chopped before the finale of uh, Drag Race Holland season two. Yes, and it almost sounds like you're saying that in response to what, you know, uh, I mean, a lot of my TikTok has been forced upon me, uh, interviews from John Burrs. John Burrs has been out and about this she, week, bless she her has, heart. She, I mean, what, what was there? Um, the... It was with the one with attitude, one with gay times. It was it was all she was doing the rounds. She was out there mixing, socializing, making friends, telling her stories. She was doing the we want privacy, we want privacy. <laughs> she was, she doing, was doing the, the we, we want privacy, privacy tour, tour. <laughs> and and it was delicious. It was um, she was feeding the yeah, children. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was in her feels about she it, was wasn't in, she? Oh, sorry. Do you know who else has been in her feels this week? I mean, I should probably keep this for tomorrow, but I can't keep it in. Q. Tom, that we need to save that for season 16. <laughs> can yes, no, can we, I keep it in? No, you oh, will can keep I call it in. you a cashew-faced bitch right now? Stop it. <laughs> Q is... Oh, gosh. When we resort to using nuts as insults... <laughs> Has the bar been raised or lowered? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, inventive is the word that comes to my mind when it comes to um, the insults In case that anybody I've been reading know, on Twitter with Q. We Q can... went on a Twitter rampage and she did not care who she took down. Do you know what I saw pop up today? Um, she's posting her thirst traps. On... I saw that no. too on my Twitter. She's really good. Can I, can I just say that I'm a bit scared on Twitter because I go on Twitter and because a lot of the drag queens, you know, as mm. they do, they 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 are promo- especially Gothy Kendall. Oh, Gothy's got her whole OnlyFans thing going on. Well, yeah, mm. you will know because like I I go on my Twitter and then it's like nudes, nudes, nudes. When I say nudes, it's full on nudes, like the the girlfriend experience. Oh, girlfriend nudes. experience. Yes, yes, yes. She and then um, I'm like, oh my gosh. And then and some of them, off. some of them would like like a repost a friend who was a porn star, and mm-hmm. obviously it shows up on your page because they've liked or reposted it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, there's a porn on my page, and I'm like, what the hell? And you know what? You are just too innocent yeah. for these things. I'm like, I don't need to see that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I am a grown, you know, well-behaved, innocent (laughs) man. Scrolling through Twitter, I do not need to see any of this pornography. No, not me. I always find it so strange that um, Instagram is the, you know, we're talking about the bigger social media uh, platforms. Instagram is supposed to be the visual medium and Twitter is supposed to be words. Yet Twitter is far looser with its regulations about what you can post visually i just find it interesting let's get back on topic let's get back on topic so jumpers um jumpers told us that in her opinion she was eliminated because she was the bigger threat i think that's a subjective opinion i think you can look at it different ways i think the way we analyzed it we saw keita being a bigger threat but the way that i analyzed it was um oh 
Jombas didn't watch Drag Race Holland. Yeah. That's what I, I got from I don't think she it. knows who Keita is. I don't is. think she knows how who Keita is. I don't think she knows Keita's, you know, track record. And mm-hmm. for me, for me, if I was in the spot and I had, if I was in Jomba's spot, having had her go at UK, whatever her season was, Bob. I wouldn't say that um, I was a bigger threat than Kata, knowing Kata had three wins and knowing that also she's been in the top more than me. I, that I wouldn't say that because, mm-hmm. yeah, so it sounded to me like Jomba's didn't know she was pulling a Mayhem Miller. She didn't know Kate Minaj. <laughs> she didn't know what she had and watched the season. And that's why. Like who? Sorry, who? Um, who are these? Jo- is this an All Stars or am I just? Uh, have I just been chandled into a new season? <laughs> Jumper said as well that um, Snatch Game was coming. I forget who she saw said her character was, but she said she had a really good character. And obviously, Jumper's was high in original Snatch Game. Santa Claus. It was Mrs. What? Claus. Yeah, interesting choice. It kind of feels like in the same vein as Saint Patty, who she was before. Um, and um, but Keita won her Snatch Game. So, <laughs> so again, again, yeah, her mirror message was "Good luck for Snatch Game, bitch." There are three Snatch Game winners. In this cast. Well, we know it's a snatch game, don't we? So should yeah. we talk a little bit about these girls and their snatch we, game? We, we can talk records. about it, yeah. So we've seen just the beginning part before the snatch game. But um, again, for me, it shows that Jombas doesn't know who Kata is. I mean, bless her. She's, you know, she's a busy, she's booked and blessed. She's not got time to watch every international franchise. Um, but I... I, you know, I'd be doing the same in exit interviews. I'd be like, yes, I was going to smash every single thing yeah. that was coming up. Um, of course, I'm funnier than Bob the Drag Queen. And my fashion <laughs> is 10 times better than Raja's. I don't know why I was sent home. I'm obvious competition. I know. Good for I her. I would dance circles around Sasha Colby. What I okay? do. What I she do. would be Colby. Colby cheese. Because Colby I would cheese? melt that bitch. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> sorry, I really sucked the wind. Here's out an of idea. Um, get into it. Here's an idea. Yes, and <laughs> instead <laughs> of question and. <laughs> yeah. What is a snatch game already? And Ru- RuPaul has a reputation so far where she's been blocking off a lot of the queens with no's and uh, no, 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 and more no. Or no's. like she did with Jombers, uh, just being like, no, just do this. It'll make me like, and no, I'm talking about like during during the snatch game, she's been giving, she's oh, been cutting a lot well, of girls off with 16, nose. Yeah, yeah. She, not just it, the last couple of ones, hmm. she's been saying complete like no's and just blocking off any yes and or improv, you know, moments that could happen. And I hope that doesn't happen here. Is Root over the snatch game? I, do you think are we over it? Can I, let me ask you that question. Are we done with the snatch game? I'm not done with it. I'm not done with it because I always hold hope for the Snatch Game. But you, were we thinking recently about... Yes, obviously, because we just had the Season 16 one and we're thinking about iconic Snatch Game characters. Most of them feel not in the past few years. What do you mean? Most of the iconic Snatch Game performances feel like f- f- from five years ago or more. I mean, we had Jinx Monsoon... Um... That's fair, that's fair, but we did a list, and I, I just remember we thinking... We also had um, Bag of Chips' Kathy Bates. Fine, fine, just 
what happens to yes and? Well, no, I'm trying to ask you. No, no, thanks for that. Look, I, everyone, I'm here, done. We're, I'm done for today. Done. And I'll tell you why you're done. <laughs> everyone, we're back in the room and it's very good because they're, they're revealing, mm-hmm. you know, who they chose. We already know that Scarlett chose John Burst because mm-hmm. she's gone. And then Tia, you know, has also chosen John Burst. Tom, let's talk about this because I think that this is very strategic and very smart on I Tia's agree. behalf. I agree. And the reason is because it's now kind of taken the target off her. It's kind of made them go, oh, there isn't a UK alliance. So mm-hmm. now we're all here for each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that Tia's t- taken one for the team. Well, I think Jombas took one for the team, actually. Jombas was the she had no cho- lamb oh, here. No, no, no. First of all, you, you say it like she had a choice. She no. didn't have a choice, but she was a sacrificial lamb here. She was sent like a little lamb to the slaughter, a cheerful ray of sunshine little lamb. Tia um, literally said, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I'm worried about Heidi. She said Tia. that in front of everybody. And then she snuck off and had a little cuddle. Which treats her in Gothi. <laughs> that, that was the beauty of the interaction, is that I felt like she was doing a PSA. She mm-hmm. was saying, it's she basically was saying, here are you, here are you. I am going to play fairly. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've sent one of my own home because I'm here to play fairly like everyone else. And mm-hmm. then later on, she's like, okay, girls, girls, come in. I said what I needed to say. <laughs> now that all eyes are off us, are we, can we go back on the alliance? You're the two that I really love. Yeah. Forget Jombers. She sacrificed Jombers to protect the rest of the UK crew. It, it did feel Which like that. Such a such a UK thing to do, isn't it? Oh, okay. Isn't that what you people do here? Tom? Traitors, betrayers, <laughs> vagabonds, and yeah. So that so that that's where we are. We know it's a snatch game. Can I just say that it's so funny um, that last week they had to do immersive experiences <laughs> yes. because about, you know, about drag road and this isn't meant to mean no shade and don't take it as shade, but I feel like Gothic Kendall is an, an immersive experience <laughs> oh, of drag <laughs> race. I feel like she is in that immersive experience. She's just happy to be there. She's just it's like just adorable. When, when the snatch game was announced, she literally turned around to, I think it was Tia, with like the biggest grin on her face. And she's like, oh, because it's she's, happening. She's in the I'm doing a snatch game. Like, oh my God, this, this, is this that part of the immersive experience? <laughs> Are we there already? <laughs> I just feel like she's happy to be there. And she just, it's, it's just adorable. It's adorable. It's very, very endearing. Um, but it is the snatch game today. So should we have a little think about, there's no mini challenge or anything. Should we have a little think about their past performances? What I do know is that there are three winners here. Kate Minaj. Mm-hmm. Yes. As the cock destroyer. She was. She was Sophie Anderson, yeah. Hannah Conda as Liza Minnelli. She did a brilliant job. One of the Liza Minnelli winner's circle, along with Alexis Michelle. Yes. Scarlett Berber did not win as Liza, but, but she, she was, was very she high. She was very good. I mean, she was, she was up against Jimbo. Come on, give cut her some slack. She was up against Jimbo. Cut her some slack. And then we had La Grande Dame. Remind me. She who did she play? Alexandra Rosenfeld, who's a French sort of model pageant winner. Very, very funny. So we do have three, uh, three international Snatch Game winners here. We also have two Snatch Game um, trauma victims. Uh, so we have... Tia Coffee and Theresa May. 
Yep. Now, Tia Coffee. But from the UK. Yeah. Both of them, they're both wonderful, funny girls. Tia, I think, fell down because she was doing somebody else's character. She did the Bo Selector version of um, Mel B. Mm. And Tia, Tia's funnier than that. She didn't need to do that. She was constrained by it, I think. Charit third, I don't think, deserved to be in the bottom two at all. She wasn't that bad as Margarita Bracatan. Mm-hmm. She had energy. She made me chuckle. And she was put in the bottom two with River Medway. River Medway, bless her heart, did deserve to be in the bottom two. Uh, but Charith, and there was that horrible double elimination that felt really spiteful. I mean, I could have easily found someone else to have taken Charisse's place. Uh, I'll just do one one thing. Yeah. <laughs> Paolo is pressing his hands to his face. I clearly you didn't want to make the screeching noise into the microphone because you care yeah. about our listeners. How about you? And their eardrums. Yeah. Um, weirdly, Scarlet Envy, third season, first snatch game. That's so strange. Would have been the same for Mayhem. Right. Yeah, Mayhem never did a snatch game. Uh, and Gothy Kendall, there is no evidence. Well, she's in the immersive experience. She's in the immersive. It's like that Willy Wonka thing in Glasgow. She's in the immersive experience. This she is, is the. She's encountering the unknown. She really <laughs> is. It works on so many levels. She. This is her first day every day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we have our save queen who is... Marina was like high though, I think. Was she? Yeah. Okay. Do you mean to check? No. <laughs> no, I I take your word for it. <laughs> um so we've got a diverse range of snatch game experiences here that can partially inform how people are gonna do. Do you think who who are you expecting good things? Hannah Connor. Hannah is just a naturally funny girl. She smashed her first snatch game. No problem. But there's something about her character, her her personality mm-hmm. that, for me, I trust her. I trust her performances in comedy. Yes. I just do. Fully this, agree. Yeah. Because she's given me no reason to question mm-hmm. her, her comedic skills. It's just, there's something, it's very real. Her comedy is very real. Her characters that she comes up with is, is very real and genuine. That yeah. I, I trust her in something like an improv challenge. And it feels like it's rooted already in her personality. So there's that kind of, there, I, I agree, there's a realness to her. The um, realness. The realness. Uh, anybody else? I, do you know what? Tia disappointed as the first time around in snatch game i think she's got where it takes to turn it around uh, okay that's just you going on hope and no data hope springs eternal sometimes all we have is hope actually Bolo. so don't knock it all right okay. <laughs> don't okay. knock it they got deep really quickly <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm, I'm sorry like, wow. And you're the one who's had a drink this evening, and not me. Don't come for me. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Um, yeah, anybody else who... Now, I, I am going to say, because we did say this last week, there's an additional layer of challenge for um, Kita Le Grand Dame and Marina here, I think. Absolutely. As people for whom English is probably not their first language mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. don't live in like primarily Anglophone, westernized countries as well. So there is going to be... I've got faith in them. They're funny girls, but I do think we need to recognize the extra challenge for them. Absolutely. Yeah. It's cultural. It's linguistic. There's all these layers to it. Yep. Yeah. We have nothing to go off with Scald Envy. Um, 
Oh, she's look. done an improv challenge before. And she's done well in it. Did I... she? The Mariah? You know what? She was very on. <laughs> she was on. She kept her character. Uh, Welcome to the church of Mariah. <laughs> I mean, we have fond memories. We have fond memories. I mean, she was in the same group as oh, like oh, Raja and Honey. So she, she's bending them notes. <laughs> she's bending, she's bending them the notes. notes. Oh, my goodness. How wonderful it was. Oh, and then also, I, do you know what else I suppressed from that episode? Ariana Grande. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Tom. Oh, oh, my God. It was, oh. That was the six-way lip sync episode, wasn't it? Oh, that was. that is an iconic lip sync, and I love it. I love it. Tom, should we just watch Snatch Game and then and see what we get? For me, my only, my only confident vote is in Hanaconda. I'm with you on that. I'm with you. You know what? And also Kate Minaj. But can I just say something? I don't think the judges are getting Kate. No, they're not. I don't think that they're featuring her at all because she is she's a superstar in my opinion. Yeah. She was amazing in her season. She's amazing today. She's amazing in this season as well. But I don't think that they are they're getting her. I don't think they're receiving her. I'm with you on that actually. And it breaks my heart a bit because we have been wishing for Keita to be on some sort of international all-stars for a very long time. Ever since we first saw her and she was so unjustly treated and she performed so beautifully. There's something about her comedy I don't want to say that a comedy is just Dutch because like there's a zaniness and there's a physicality and there's all these things that are really, really entertaining, but don't seem to be connecting with the judges. Is it that whole, she's not rude. She's not crude. She's just European. <laughs> is, that what, is, that, is that what it is? Are they just not getting her? Well, they want to get her. They should. There's, there's a lot to love. Now, the Snatch Game is Family Feud style, so they're put into two teams and two families, okay? We're going to first discuss the first family, and that is um, Team... Jane McDonald. Yes, I'm not going to talk about the guests, I'm just going to talk about the drag queens. I mean, Jane McDonald and Sunita Uh, are noted huns. I don't know who they are. I mean, they're very, they're very much British institutions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sunita had that iconic moment on the X Factor where she wore the palm leaves. I don't know. She sang so macho. No, I don't. Oh, Paolo. Oh, Tom. Jane McDonald, star of the cruise. Celia Cruz? I don't know. (laughs) The cruise ship. (laughs) She rose to fame as a cruise ship singer. Okay. Do you know who the most famous cruise ship singer is? Uh, Jane McDonald. No, Jennifer Hudson. Okay. She was a Disney singer. Like uh-huh. Disney, she used to sing on the Disney Cruise Lines. And then she auditioned for American Idol. And then she went from there to Dreamgirls. Um, she won some award. I don't know if it was like a, an Emmy or an, What's not, a, not, no, a Golden Globe or something. And now she's like this global superstar. Um, so we're going to go with the first team. The first team is Team Gothic Kendall, who was playing Kim, um, Woodburn. Kim Woodburn. So our second Kim Woodburn to my brain, because um, Victoria Scon did her on uh, the Canada versus the world. Did Jujube do her at any point? No, but we do have another Jujube character here. But I, w- I would say the Viv does a flawless Kim Woodburn, but never did her. 
Yep. We have La Grande Dame as... Carla Bruni, iconic supermodel. And basically, Bella Hadid took her photo to the plastic surgeon and said, this, please. Oh, okay. And then we have Kate Minaj as uh, Fran, Fran Drescher. Drescher. So Jujubee's... Fran. Woo! <laughs> first ever Snatch Game, Jujubee was Fran Drescher. That's oh, no, no, she wasn't. No, she was Fran Drescher in the gaffin on All Stars 1. She was... Kimora Lee Simmons on the first Snatch That's great. And then we have Marina Summers. As Manny Pacquiao, our second Manny of the year, those who watch Canada's, no, sorry, Canada season four will remember the amazing, talented, gorgeous, iconic, and eternally grateful Melinda Vega as Manny Pacquiao. And she won. That's true. What did you think about this team? Well, who Sc- was the standout here? In this team... Uh, uh, Marina. Okay. Marina was the standout here. Why? Marina was quite consistent in her characterization. So in contrast to what Melinda did, Melinda, I thought, I thought she was fab as Manny and had like this really delicate touch where she um, kind of exposed his prejudices in like this really gentle and humorous way. Whereas Marina decided to go to create like this, camp contrast didn't she and turn him into a bit of a flamboyant homo um because my understanding is that manny is quite a conservative christian gentleman isn't that right yes um so i i thought she was really physical she had great energy she had some good punch lines i enjoyed the duck walking i think she yeah she really pushed the physical comedy yeah and i think you know for her as a performer and as a dancer it seemed for her and for me, as a performer, mm-hmm. the most natural thing to do would to be playing on that physicality mm-hmm. and making that the humor. And I think she definitely did that. She did it well. Um, I th- this might be something we come back to repeatedly with Marina because she's a fierce performer queen on the stage. And I do think, again, from what I've seen of Drag Race Philippines, it's something that's really highly prized, more so perhaps than Snatch Game type performances. Absolutely. I'll tell you the, I'll tell you this for nothing. Any dancer or any person who is a physical performer mm-hmm. will find that that is their comfort and their go-to when it comes to even going outside of that. You want me to be funny? I'll be funny and I'll use my body. Mm-hmm. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be funny with physical humor. You know, you want me to do this? I'll, I'll do it, but I'm, I'm going to show you with my body. Mm-hmm. It's because that's their comfort and for them, that's the best way for them to show these different emotions. Yeah. So yeah, it seemed right for me to see her do that. Um, she did have little cute jokes, but for me her physical comedy kind of sold the character yeah, in yeah. the snatch for me yeah she did a good job mm-hmm. let's go to Kate Minaj as Fran Drescher I think there was a bit of a struggle and I think she was quite I, I felt that she was knocked down early when her first few jokes didn't land yeah they didn't get her and I think she kind of just started to deflate more and more yeah and the most iconic thing about Fran Drescher the nanny is that nasal high screeched high pitched voice and if you can and the just, laugh like yeah, the machine gun exactly. laugh exactly yeah. and if you get even if she just laughed at every little thing in that voice and had that high octave nasal sound like Nanny mm-hmm. I think she would have been good or would have given her at least a 50% jump on characterization and yeah. humour and I just I didn't I didn't get it from her 
I, I agree. And I th- it always makes me sad when, for whatever reason, Rue chooses to not particularly engage with the first couple of jokes and you just see the wind being sucked from the Queen's sails. I think this links in with what we were saying a minute ago about them not really getting Kita. Um, so you you could see her confidence sinking throughout this performance and it made me sad to watch. It I is c- sad. Yeah, yeah, I could see. And she's a former Snatch Game winner. Um, obviously, that was delivered in Dutch and she was so much more confident. Uh, so yeah, she, she did. I do. I did see her try to deliver a couple of jokes early on, but then her confidence slipped. I think that we also need to acknowledge the snatch game as well as the girls having to be amazing. It also does fall on the host. Definitely. You as the host, you, and this is not just for the snatch game. If you watch any show, Mm -hmm. a game show, um, a, a reality show, Everything, the questions, the answers, the quality of the answers, the quality of the interactions, a big part is played by the host. Mm. So RuPaul also has a big part in determining how, you know, the level of excellence of someone's snatch. I agree. And you can see when she decides to like someone, she gets a joke out of them. She guides yeah. them there. But then other times she's very dismissive. Yeah, it's and, not fair. And it's not fair. And it's just like, oh. Why do it? Why do it? Mm. But yeah, I I don't think this was a good showcase of Kate Minaj as Frangisha. That's right. That's right. And then moving down to Gothy Kendall, so who, who was you know she's just part of the immersive experience. <laughs> she's here she's to enjoy just, herself. She's here for the t-shirt. She's here for the Instagram <laughs> photo to go. And, hey guys, look look, this is me in the immersive experience. I feel like that's it. Gothy Kendall is a saint. She's a doll, and. She's just happy to be there. I think I don't think she thought she would make it this far. Be honest. I. She's so, like, oh my god, I'm, I'm at the snitch game. Take a photo of me, please. Rue actually seemed to be trying to steer her right in the workroom, and I thought she was actually doing the right thing by trying to help her realize that it she really needs to let loose. I said, let loose. Let loose. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it's easier said than done. It's a big challenge for Gothy. She's, uh, I do think she's a lot more confident than she was first time around. But I do think she struggles to let let go, look silly, be exuberant in that way, um, in this kind of setting. Obviously, we don't know what she's like outside of Drag Race, and I don't think she was able to make substantial changes today. I, I think she did her best with like the breathy, distinctive Kim Woodburn delivery. She probably could have gone a little bit further with it. The, issue, the thing is, some people take the Snatch Game seriously. Mm. Some people undersna- understand the Snatch Game. Mm-hmm. And then some people treat the Snatch Game like a Q&A. Yeah. And I think that this kind of was the, you know, what happened with Got, um, with Gothic Kendall mm-hmm. is that it was just, you ask me a question, I'm just going to give you an answer. I'm not going to make it funny. I'm not going to try to link it into my character. Mm. I'm just going to answer it. What's the day today? Tuesday. <laughs> How are you feeling? Good. <laughs> it's it's a Q&A. It's, she just, you know, she did answer and you know what? Improv isn't. It's a very it's a hard. Skill. Improv is hard. Improv I, is not it's easy. Just, it's not her forte, unfortunately. Especially if it's not your she forte. Did better than I'd have done. Like, um, oh Tom, don't say, don't do that. Don't don't bring yourself down to make someone else feel good. You you <laughs> anyone would have done better. <laughs> well, what I do think is, I, I love you, Gothy. I, yes, we, I love the look. 
Um, but again, there, there could have been more. And Kim Woodburn has such a distinctive physicality. The facial expression she pulls, the arched brows, the kind of stare, the, the you know, the, the thousand yard stare that she can give. The issue was that I can still see gothy. I can still, through this character, I can still see the the shy drag queen underneath, mm-hmm. the hesitant drag queens, the questioning, the unsure drag queen. I can still see that. I didn't see a transformation into another character. It was just gothy Kendall. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. And that's what it is. It was, there was no... There was no character. There was no character. Let's move on. Let's go to La Grande Dame as the supermodel. So I thought La Grande Dame did bring a lot of physicality and she did inhabit a character. And I got what she was trying to do. And I thought she worked hard here. It was clear that Rue wasn't really appreciating some of her jokes. But I, I thought she'd, she'd clearly given the character some thought. She had a point of view and she was doing something. Okay. I just found it really hard to understand her a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And it's not because RuPaul made a big deal of it um, in the workroom. Mm-hmm. It's, it's genuinely because I I was like, what did she say? What did she say? Well, she committed a cardinal sin, which was not taking Ru's advice. So mm. I don't know if that's going to particularly bite her in the bum. Uh, well, remains to be seen. She might want that, but you're right. <laughs> she might like it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Literally picturing Rue biting the Grand Dame's bottom now. Um, <laughs> She'll have to fight Tia off because, you know, Tia will... I know, right? She is... Tia's here for the, the, the girls and the boys. Uh, so, yeah, um, I, I do think she's trying to better do something. That, you know, she's giving us kind of... a. Carla Bruni's a bit of a hoe kind of thing. Um, I, I, you know, the, she was, so, I don't know where to go now. <laughs> Some of her answers were well thought. Yeah. You can tell that she wasn't just answering it. She was trying, she was putting in her character, making it funny where she <laughs> can in relation to who she was. So yeah, there was an effort in being in the snatch game and not just the Q and A. Um, that's what I saw from La Grande Dame. I don't think, again, she was being featured by RuPaul as well. We didn't give her much. Mm. And I really wish they'd forget th- about adding any kind of like reverse symbol noises or anything. I don't want to be told when somebody's not doing well. I just want them to take those off the snatch game, please. Yeah. So that's the first scene. Let's go into the next scene and we'll uh-huh. start the next scene with... First of all, let's just say that Scarlet Envy got to choose... She did. She got, she got to choose her family. Do you she, know what I'm saying? Okay. She got to choose... Do you know what I'm saying? Um, as yeah, as the winner last week, she got to choose and she chose Hannah Conda, Theresa May and Tea Coffee. Mm-hmm. What I found there was... She chose the three native English speakers. I say native loosely because Truth is there, but, you know, she's in the UK. Um, and maybe I wonder if that's because she too understands the importance of, you know, English and humor and that maybe not having that as a first language being a barrier. Mm-hmm. And so this, I thought that was quite smart. I think also they're the three girls for whom humor is more of a part of their brand. Yeah. Oh, yes, you're right. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That so Even though LeGrand and Makita are funny, they're more, there's the aesthetic element to them as well. Exactly. And um, she's probably watched their seasons. 
Oh, she hasn't. Let's just. I'm just trying to check your bones. Doesn't know who any of them are. <laughs> Don't be silly. <laughs> uh, let's start with Scarlet. Scarlet was the um, Statue of Liberty. She was. I thought she was going to be Wendy Williams. I think funny idea, probably in poor taste at the moment, given Wendy Williams' state of health. Can I just say? Um, I don't. I personally don't think it's in poor taste knowing what Wendy's done to several people who have been in worse, if not similar, positions in the past. I think that this would be that would have been quite just. I, I, you know that I'm a big fan of of dark humor in drag. I'm just talking about how it could be received. That's all. But actually, when this was filmed, probably there's less awareness of her state of health. Anyway, anyway, by the by, um. There'd already been a good Wendy Williams with Naomi, hadn't there? No. You didn't like her? No, she wasn't good. Okay. There was also Deidre Ritz, her na- Wendy Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. She literally said, how you doing? And that was it. That was it. And that's, that's when you... That, thank you that's very much. That's where it much. began and ended. And cut. Um, and scene. But um, I thought she was giving more Fran Trescher than Keita was at points. Yeah, no, you're from Queens. Don't touch someone from Queens. Yeah. I know you're from... I get reported. I ask you reported. <laughs> yeah. She's giving that kind of, yeah, a Queens lady. That was not a good accent, sorry. Um I thought she started off funny, some good jokes, maybe lost a little bit of momentum towards the end, but overall I thought she put in a good performance. I thought it was a, there was consistency in yeah. her confidence and, and her character. She was in the game, she was playing the game, mm-hmm. and um, I think she she had, there was a confidence about her playing with Rue, and you know it kind of made me feel like she was doing okay and doing not too bad. Oh, I thought I thought she was. I th- don't get me wrong. I thought she was good. I think just like her last joke wasn't quite of the caliber of the earlier jokes, but she interacted. I thought there was a good performance for Scarlett. I really do. It was just yeah. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was yeah. good. Let's talk about Hanaconda. Now I know that there's going to Hanaconda played um, Good Ship Lollipop, Sh- Shirley, Shirley, Temple. Shirley Temple. Inevitably going to be compared to Jimbo's. Again, Hannah wouldn't have known that that had been done so recently. Really? All Stars 8 wasn't out when this was filmed. Okay. All Stars 8 was out within the past six months. This was filmed like practically a year ago. Oh. Well, like nine months Okay, so everyone, everyone please take note of that. Okay, cool. Hannah, that- and same as Marina wouldn't have known what um, uh, Melinda Vega did. Mother, Mother Melinda. Mother Melinda. Reciprocate with gratitude. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah always this is vivian westwood <laughs> inspired <laughs> jesus she's a, she's iconic she is she, she made me you know what she genuinely hanaconda made me chuckle she was fab loved her. <laughs> there was just something about her that was just like and even when it wasn't on her you'd see her in the background just being this little kid and uh-huh, uh-huh. something about that just made me like chuckle i don't know what it was it was just so cute and adorable um she was great her energy her commitment to being silly this is just this is what hannah does brilliantly um and i I just thought she was fantastic yeah really really good that tap dance faster faster (laughs) i wish that she took that that part and started to like panic and go faster like (sighs) you know and not just (laughs) is this fast enough sir mister um (laughs) 
But that was, yeah, I, I think she was cute. She was confident. She was cute. She was funny. She did good. Hannah's just really, really good at bringing a smile to my face uh, by yeah. being silly. Yeah, she, she does. Yeah. I don't know what it is. She just, you know what she's got? What? It. She's got it. She's got she, it. I, what I love about Hannah as well is she can do things like this and then she can look like a million dollars on the runway. Mm. Yeah. That makeup is flawless. Touch really, really the is. skin. Touch all of the well, skin. Don't touch her face, please, because you'll smudge her makeup. I don't think it can. I no, she that sets perfect. that stuff, yeah, doesn't I, she? I think she uses that... industrial strength setting spray. She uses acid to watch that makeup off. It is perfection. <laughs> it is it is on. Okay. Um, Truth of May, what do you think? So she's Catherine of Aragon. And by coincidence, uh, here was Anne Boleyn. So we had two wives of Henry VIII here. Um, I thought Sharitha came in with a, a great idea. I think it's fun. I don't think we've seen Catherine of Aragon before. Um, I thought she had some good jokes in there. I thought she did. I thought she brought her Charitza energy to it and I enjoyed what she did. My word for Charitha is that she came prepared. She did. That was it. Yeah. She was prepared in her character and her role and she knew where she wanted the Snatch Game to go. Yes. You know what? It, it didn't make me like fall over laugh. To be honest, I don't think it even made me laugh, but it was a solid character. It was a researched character. Yeah. And yeah. it was a well done character. I think so too. And it was for me the same for Tia, but Tia, for me, there were more jokes. Yeah. There were yeah. more jokes with Tia. Um, Tia tried to find the funny, or she found the funny a bit more and a bit better. I think Tia did infinitely better than her last Snatch Game, and I was really, really like proud of her. Tom, like, like you know what? Yeah, is uh, yeah, you're comparing it to to that Mel some, B. Yeah, to that. Yeah, that's fine. It's, that's fine. That's all we have to compare it to. Um, she could have just because she. she she could have just stood there and not seen anything, and then she, you would have seen the same thing. She could have walked out there in a diaper. You would have been like, oh, this character that was a much better than her last one. <laughs> well, I think this one allowed her uh, natural humor to shine forth, her wit, her charm. She wasn't hiding behind somebody else's character. Uh, I thought she did a really good job, but I was really pleased with what Tia did. When I found out who Charitha and tea coffee were doing the first thing that came to my mind was this it wasn't like there wasn't a like when i i think when jinx monsoon found out that ivy winters ivy winters was playing marilyn monroe Mm -hmm. i think she knew her character so well yeah and knew her history and oh when she heard that you play Marilyn Monroe she knew how I could play with you because I know my hair so well I think my she got excited oh really yes yeah, in all the magazines at the time <laughs> I think that that was not the case here I thought that Tia Coffee mm. and Sharitha would have been excited that they did this because they could volley off each other mm. but the thing is I feel, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I feel that they only knew their character and how their character could engage with RuPaul in the Snatch Game. They knew nothing about the other's history. So that there was no volley. Yeah. There was no volley. If anything, I think they both were like, okay, don't talk to me. Don't try, don't try it because I don't know any... You, In order for them to, to engage, they would have had to have known their other character as well as their own. And... There was plenty of room to do that, wasn't it? I'm going to be really, really stupid now because I'm going to expose my ignorance. But didn't Anne Boleyn come after Catherine of Aragon? Tom, I don't know your history. So th- there could have been a lot of scope there, couldn't there? 
they, yeah, I think that they could have been, you know, they could have done something a bit more, but they never did because they only researched their own character, which is good, which is good. Um, except that they had a really good opportunity to volley. Or they could have done the excellent job that we saw of Blue Ivy and um, Beyonce, <laughs> season yeah. 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a joke, Tom. That was really bad. No, no, that was, was my Asia's, favorites. Asia's Beyonce and no. um, the Vixens, Blue Ivy. They were really, really good. There was well, she nothing... was like literally hushing her on set. Oh There's my God, that was so or uncomfortable about it at all. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that was really awkward. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, that's a snatch game. That was the snatch game. So we've not seen the runway, but um, who do you think is going to be top two this week? It's going to be Hannah Conda. Yes. And then if I had to choose someone else, it might be... First of all, let me just say that no one's going to be talking about the snatch game, um, you know, the way that we talked about um, Kathy. Um, Beggars, Kathy, mm. or the way that we talked about uh, Jinx Monsoon's um, character. Um, is this my camera? There was nothing here that's going to live forever, in my opinion. In your opinion. In the Snatch Game world. Um, but we can only compare them to, you know, who, how they are with each other. Saying that, I think that Hannah Conda is by far definitely the top yes, this week. Yes, Hannah's definitely in the top this week. I if thought she I was had fine. to put someone else up there, it's going to be difficult. Um, I think it's going to be a choice between um, Tia, Scarlett and maybe Marina. Okay. Okay. It's going to be one of those three girls. I would just say Tia or Scarlett. And maybe the runway will make a difference, but we'll see. Now, who do you think is in danger, girl? In danger is, I mean, it's it's definitely going to be um, Gothy, Kater is, Minaj. It's yeah. going to be Gothy and Kater. And La Grande, maybe. Yeah, it's going to be one of those three. Yes, definitely. We'll see the runway there. Maybe they'll change. All right. So what's the category for the runway? It's like a nautical theme. Oh. Yeah. So that means, you know, of the sea, of the high sea sailing, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Yes. Great. Uh, <laughs> my, my mind just goes immediately to, you know, the Little Mermaid. Okay. Lovely point of reference. Yeah. So, yeah. What would you do for this theme? Would you do some sort of aerial themed gown? Um. Yeah, a mermaid gown. In, in I the, would have done something like Valentina did on the All Stars uh-huh, and the rope white one. rope one. That mm-hmm. would have been amazing. Would've that would lovely. be gorgeous. I think you'd look really beautiful in Thank that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. All right, but what do you think about these queens, though? Enough about me, please. I know. Please, yeah. enough about me. Uh-huh. Um, talk to me about our first queen, Kate Minaj. Well, I thought this is a pre- in general. I thought this was a really well done runway. I thought the girls looked gorgeous. Um, Kate, really strong start here. Just. I love the touch of androgyny that she brings to her drag. Like she's always beautiful. She's always glamorous, but there's often this blending of masculine and feminine elements. And I really love that about her. So she basically looked kind of like Captain Jack Sparrow or Cervantes from Soul Calibur, but styled by Dior. You know, she had this oversized coat, which she wore very stylishly off the shoulders. Yes. There was these armor elements. There was this asymmetry. Um, it, it, this exists in the same world as her Prince Charming 
runway with the armor and the frou-frou and that sort of thing. But just really, really gorgeous. Loved the the gold and the cerulean and the the brown of the coat. Just, I thought this was a really well done runway look. I thought it looked really fab. I think it looks amazing. When she walked out, I thought that this is fashion. This is fashion, this is fashion. But also, like, there's a point of view. There's a character. I can see this swashbuckler on the high seas, you know, serving fashion. What about who's next? Oh, Charitha May. May. I thought this was really cool from Charitha, actually. She was giving me kind of like Jean Paul Gaultier sci fi adventure. There was like, she was like, what if Jean Paul Gaultier met um, Total Recall? That kind of thing. Because she had this lovely latex get up with the, you know, the, the white and blue stripes, a triple boobies, which always takes me to Total Recall, and these fascinating inflatable tentacles that I thought were really, really cool. Um, it actually reminded me of there's a kind of drag artist, performance artist called Pandemonia, who has like this inflatable get up. I don't know if you've seen her. It mm-hmm. reminded me of her. Uh, very, very... I, I just really enjoyed this. Okay. Um, might have been done by one of the famous latex brands like Venus and Violet or maybe even Loris Latex. I don't know. I'll, I'll look forward to finding out on Instagram. What about Tears? Do you think it's quite similar? I mean, Tears is a very similar, very similar concept. Um, shall I talk about Tear now? Yeah. Um, no, tomorrow, tomorrow on season sixteen no, podcast. We've, we've moved a little further. We've skipped a few queens. Don't you? St- don't you start yeah. with me? See, where was that? I'm sorry. It's just that she's next to her on the runway, so I thought might as well. Might as well. It's not the order they came out in. It's not the order that I have my notes. <laughs> Some but, of us don't need notes, Tom. Some of us have eyes. Yeah. Um, Some of us have thoughts, not pre-planned, <laughs> pre-prepared. I thought Tia, uh, again, she stepped up that level of polish. This is so different to what Tia served on season two. I think she looks really polished. Um, it's, it's a it's an all-black latex catsuit, more of an Ursula vibe going on with her, I think. One thing I would say about this is that from the front, um, there's not a lot of detail and all the interest is on the back with these really cool tentacles. Minor criticism, uh, but... You know, standing next to Charitha, Charitha's got a lot more going on design-wise, I think. Is, is, is it not giving you Jujubee vibes <laughs> from All Stars, well, UK versus the world, I you think, know, I think inflatable? Even, even that was inspired by Aris Van Herpen, you oh, know, I think. stop it, Tom. Um, no, it's not giving me that vibe because it's it's a lot more kind of on theme, I think. Okay. I'm loving the Grand Arms. It's very John Paul Gaultier. I think every gay on a cruise ship, every gay on a party ship has done a look, a John Paul Gaultier look. Well, they think they're serving Jean Paul Gaultier when really it's a striped crop top. With, with, with when the they're jo- serving pajama realness. With a jaunty cap and a pair of speedos, and they call it a day. This um, Le Grand Dame confesses on the runway very modestly is actual Jean Paul Gaultier, which was gifted to her, and he helped her style this. She really is a darling of the fashion world. She looks absolutely beautiful. Love this hair and makeup. Love just the way her legs go on for days, Mama. This puffball skirt, it's all very, very gorgeous. And obviously, um, nautical presentations are a recurring theme throughout Jean Paul Gaultier's work. Um, this is beautiful, fantastic. Scarlet? Scarlet looks cool. I like this. So I, as soon as she came out, I clocked it and I was like, I'm getting Rose from Titanic, but she fell in the water. 
and that's what it was. And so she said it was very Edwardian get-up, obviously icy crystals. Um, this is such a camp with the 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 wheel in the hair like that. Um, I thought I thought she looked fun and and cool. Y- you weren't so convinced. Mm-hmm. No. What can you put your finger on? What it is that you're not a fan of? I think it's. The outfit's fine. I think it was the makeup styling with the hair and it just didn't convince me. It reminds me of something from Dracula, like something that Bitter Betty or Victoria Elizabeth Black might yeah, have done. Yeah, yeah, Um So I can't help but compare. Um, and Bitter Betty did it better. Arguably, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I, I like what she's going for. There's a sense of fun and camp about this. Um, who would you like me to discuss next? Uh, Gothy Kendall. Oh, she's such, she's such a doll, isn't she? She's a literal doll. So this is a very gothy look because she loves to show body. She's a very corset uh, pre- presenting sort of young lady. Wouldn't be surprised if this is another Misty Couture corset. Um, they, they do a lot of corsets for the queens in, in the UK. Beautiful, beautiful work. Um, I think this looks gorgeous. Um, I definitely get the Botticelli's Venus in a clamshell vibe, mm. but with kind of like a pin-up girl twist. Um, I I would like perhaps a little bit more detail in sort of something going on on the, on the legs or the feet. Um, I think the, the, the silken uh, sort of arm pieces are gorgeous i think there's something happened with the outfit where it was pinned on one arm and not on the other arm so it created a sense of asymmetry where i don't think she intended it easily done you know i'm sure it kind of like happened last minute there's nothing she could do about it yeah i think she looks adorable she looks like a barbie doll the, the hair and makeup is always so beautiful hannah Connor looks amazing this is a really gorgeous look from hannah so she's serving to me victorian lady going for a promenade um it feels like it really like takes me to that time period these layers of lace and tulle are really really beautiful and artfully done there's these little peekaboo elements um she looks sophisticated but she also looks a little bit sexy because of the cut of the top um just altogether really beautiful love the parasol i just i can imagine her on the deck on a sunny day sailing across the atlantic on some steam liner anaconda is just a full-fledged drag queen she's she is just perfection. she she is a drag queen i i don't know what her weaknesses are again i her, really don't she she is so phenomenal the the mug is Again, top tier. Really, really beautiful. And then we've got Marina. This is cool. You know, there's something like fun, futuristic. There's something of the kind of like Saturday morning TV cartoon about this. She looks like a heroine. It's giving me like, you know... um the, the Amazon, or who was the? It's Wonder Woman. Is you it saying Wonder she Woman? bought this off Amazon? No, like there's Wonder Woman, yeah, yeah. And then I think like her sister who rules the sea. Oh, okay. This is her. Great, love it. Um, this has got really fun elements with the visible water in the breastplate and in her shoes, um, and the performance with the the super long braid was fun as well. Um, this is very much in keeping with her style. It's fun, it's flirty and sexy, but I like the mm. kind of action heroine uh, kind of armor kind of twist here. Yeah, yeah. Who's your favorite look though? Who's your favorite look of the runway? Ooh, do I have to pick just one? Um, give me your top two. Top three, top three, yeah. Um, Hannah, uh, Le Grand Dame and Okita. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is Hannah, Kater, and just because it's me and it's my eyes, 
gothy Kendall. I like oh, she it. She looks so pretty. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sue me, Tom. Sue me. <laughs> um, but nothing changes. The winners this week is Hannah. If I had to choose the second person, keeping in mind what they did in the Snatch Game and what I see on the runway, I would give it to maybe Tia. Tia. That's bo- fine. The bottom will, you know, the bottom is going to be... It is gothy, despite how beautiful she looks gothy here. And, and sadly, Kater. The thing is, Kater and Legrand Dame have two of the best looks on the runway. Um, I think if I think about the Snatch Game, even if she didn't land many laughs, I felt like Legrand Dame knew what she was doing a little bit more, and Kater felt a little more lost in, in the okay. performance. Yeah. But they look so beautiful this evening. What we've heard from the judges in the top two this week is Tia. Yes. And Hannah. Yes. Do you agree? Yes, we agree. We just said yeah, that. We yeah, happy. yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely Hannah. And Tia was one of a couple of girls who, who could have been up there. So, fab job, girls. Congratulations. Our bottoms are Goffy Kindle. Gothic and Kendall, we Gothic also have Kate Minaj there as well. So, yeah, it, yeah, this is what we predicted, isn't it? But, Tom, mm. who would you choose to send home if you were the winner this week? I can make a decision because there are differences in the track record here. So, much as I adore Gothi Kendall, she has been the little mascot of this season. She This is her second time in the bottom. And although she's had a high placement, she hasn't won. Yeah, all in the top two. Correct. Kita um, has had some real highs and been in the top two. She's had a bit of a bad run the past couple of weeks, been in the bottom two twice, but essentially her track record is better. I feel like Kita's potentially getting her worst challenges out of the way, the challenges where her humour doesn't translate for whatever reason to what is expected of her in these challenges. Mm-hmm. I think that Kita has more to give. Yeah. Um. And we're going to have things coming up like a girl group challenge and a musical. Uh, Kita, Kita was killer in give. her musical. And it's, you know, how do I, how can I say that when well, I haven't seen what Gothi's been able to give, but from what I've seen from Gothi, it's almost like she's still a bit shocked that she's on the show. There's something about it that she still seems a bit unsure. And there's just a lack of confidence that, I, I can't, it's hard to root for her as, you know, it's hard to bet on her. That's when it. You don't I'm always think, rooting yeah. for her, but it's some, somehow against my better judgment a little bit, you know, in the sense that like, I want her to do well, um, but the expectation's not always there. I think this episode has kind of showcased her difficulty quite well, actually. I think the storytelling has been quite good this episode in the sense that there's been such a strong theme of like, Gothi, we love you. You're adorable. We know this is a huge challenge for you, but to be continue to be here, you need to let loose. Let loose, I said let loose. And it's just not happened. Yeah. And also, so we, we, we've seen the untucked segment. I think the decision for Hannah is quite easy. I think Hannah has been quite clear. I'm going to vote fairly and I want to be up against the best. If Hannah wins this lip sync, she's 100% keeping Kita. Yeah. I've well, got no doubt about that. The lip sync was... Um... Alcazar crying at the discotheque. Can I just mention Tia, sorry? Yeah. I think Tia's going to be far more torn. However, Gothi gave her permission to pick her lipstick in their interaction. What did she say? She said, um, uh, Tia was, bless her, she was really pressing Gothi like, 
I really love you and I want to keep you here, but you need to give me a reason, basically. Um, are you going to break through this? Do you feel you can? What can I do? What do you need? They both asked her, what do you need, actually? And she was like, I don't know. Um, but Gothi said, I don't think I'm going to break through this. Well, there you go. So that was bravely honest of of, of Gothi, but I do feel she sealed her fate with that because it gave Tia to, permission to pick her lipstick. Now, the lip sync um, to that song... There's, I, it's, I saw Tia give an entertaining performance, very which comedic. is very of Tia, which yeah. what I expect of her. Um, so she was more entertaining. She had props and she was, you know, really pushing that cry. For me as a judge, mm-hmm. you know, that I am, maybe a bit too much relying on the obvious. And, like, I was hoping she would find another way of finding the comedy and, mm-hmm. and, and the tears and the crying. But she didn't. Mm-hmm. She kind of, like, was beating that one gimmick, uh, which for me was good at first. And then after a while, I want to see a bit more versatility. Right, A bit right. of variety on how you can show, um, you know sorrow how you can show crying yeah um Mm, then i look at hannah i think hannah was hannah is a good mover i need to say that i was really impressed with how she was moving Mm. as a dancer and as a performer i think i think dance wise she was the the strongest dancer Mm -hmm. and i think in terms of entertainment value this is what i would sometimes would think sometimes when you have to rely in a performance on a gimmick um such as crying and whoa 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 and like real it can come across for me mm. trying too hard okay and i think sometimes tia can push that that she can push that line okay between being funny and just being a bit too like desperate for a laugh oh, okay she went there that's 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 what I that's what I was getting from Tia, and I was I was really hoping she'd change it up, but she didn't, and I was like I was a bit like for that reason I preferred Hannah's. I'm, I prefer mm-hmm. Hannah's. I know that the judges are gonna love Tia's, but if this was a club, and I had money, and at the end of it I had to decide who was gonna get my ones, who's gonna get my tip, mm-hmm. it would go to Hannah. I really enjoyed Hannah's moves. I thought she gave me all the disco vibes that I needed. I loved her little bits of choreo. She put in a couple of humorous flourishes as well, but then got back to what she was doing. So personally, I would also give it to Hannah. The only thing about Hannah is that I wish that Hannah had more going on in the face. Yeah. Um, because her body was gradual, which had more more variety in the face and the expression. Mm-hmm. I think that would have definitely given a complete package performance mm-hmm. for me. Um, but I would I would give the win to Hannah. I know they're gonna choose Tia because we just know that all you gotta do to add it told me yeah, everything you need to know. And also anything that makes Rue laugh is just it. and like I want you to make me laugh. This is our podcast. <laughs> and I want you to impress us. Yeah, how's that? How's that? Should we see what the other judges thought? Tia won the lip sync as we said that they would do. She's in home cater. We were both quite shocked. Um, We were sat here slack-jawed. My prediction was not correct there. Um, I think the reasons are possibly nuanced and complex. No, it's not. I'm sorry. Tia. Do you think uh, she just purely sent home bigger competition? Absolutely. To save the UK because she literally said that she's not going to 
Gothi said I'm not going to break through. Okay, cool. Someone wants to stay. You know they're going to be good. Someone said they're not going to be able to get past this. Maybe it's just time to go home. This isn't a school. This isn't a school. This isn't a place for you to learn who you are as a drag queen either, which is what she said. One of you is placed to grow in this competition. But this isn't a place for you to learn how to be a drag queen, who you are as a drag queen. I think that was was silly. I think Tia made a a really bad decision here. We both obviously were a bit in our feelings because we were... We have a soft spot for Kate Minaj and we were very excited to see her this season. It feels a shame to have her run cut short when she's so well-rounded and well-talented. And the next episode is a rusical and she'd have slayed. However, I think just in just trying to put myself in Tia's shoes, yes, it might have been a purely strategic decision. But also right at the beginning of the episode, she basically said to the UK girls, like, I'm not going to send any or you know not that she sent jombas home but she would have i'm not sending any more uk girls home and to sort of staying true to the alliance so it could have been something about rescuing a friend but it might be that that's the one pass that gothy gets from tia mm. however um gothy you're in another episode love so let's you, see you bring it in the rusical darling she bought the vip Immersive experience. Oh my god! She, she got the golden ticket. She got to meet the Umpalumpas. <laughs> she, she's. Oh, <laughs> um, um, at the end of the day, it's just the game. Yeah, yeah. It's only a game. It's just the game. And it's just a TV show. I want to say congratulations to Tia for winning her first Rupita badge. Yes, but second week in a row, she's been in the top two. She's killing it. Well done, Tia. Like it's so good to see you being yeah. the, the queen that we were hoping to see on season Absolutely. two. Absolutely. Tia, you made the wrong decision. Of course you did. And you know it too, but we love you. We love you. Uh, we love them all. We love them all. Yeah. You're going to be hearing from, from us very soon. We've got Matter season of hours, 16 actually. coming out in a hours. But I want you guys to just, I want you to pace yourself with the enjoyment of our podcast. <laughs> okay. Don't listen to it one after the other. Guys, like just yeah. favor it. Let mm. it simmer. Because yeah. then you're going to wait a whole other week. Yeah. Do you really want to do that? Exactly. It's too long, guys. It's too long. Too long. Anyway, this is Paolo. And Dr. Tom. See you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.